Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Gamer Girl podcast. I'm Liz, the Healthy Gamer Girl, and this is episode 14. Whoa. Quick disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, and this podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or to be mistaken for medical advice, so please always consult with your physician before beginning any new diet or health regimen. So today, I want to talk about nerd rage, and more specifically, the fact that your nerd rage could be making you fat. So I don't really think I need to explain what raging out is, like it just happens. There are many opportunities for it in games and especially MMOs because the thing about MMOs is that there are a lot of people, and I know that's implied by the name, but still, um, and people make mistakes, you know, to err as human and all that. Mistakes can be aggravating, um, they waste your time, they waste materials at times, um, Usually, you typically seem to know a way of preventing them, and therefore it becomes especially annoying because oftentimes you think like, oh, if they had just listened to me in the first place, we wouldn't be here. But anyway, um, aside from just like the people in these games, gaming in general can be frustrating. There's a lag. You could like die all the time. Like Oftentimes I'll log out and you just won't even notice that you're dead, which is great. That's my favorite. Um, not being able to find like the right path or not being able to find the quest mob and suddenly you've spent four hours looking for the wrong thing. Or not, you know what I mean. It's just not fun. It can be aggravating. So how is this making you fat? Why would I even say something like that? It's because of stress and hormones basically. So your hormones are more or less the messengers of the body. They're made endogenously, which means they're made by the body, and they're used to communicate things, and that could be creating insulin or storing sugar or um, maybe making your muscles grow. There's a lot of different things that hormones can indicate. Um, hormones tend to regulate processes like hunger and appetite, metabolism, growth, and fertility. It's like a lot of growing things and eating things. And the hormone we're going to talk about today in particular is cortisol. So you've probably heard of cortisol. It is a corticosteroid, and it's actually what they give to pro athletes who have had like severe injuries to reduce swelling and pain so they can get back to playing, which is actually like kind of horrible for the injury because it doesn't allow it to heal, and it just artificially reduces the inflammation. So essentially, like these baseball players who have like cortisone injections or these like pretty much any pro athlete like if you have in your knee or your shoulder I think a lot of baseball players tend to have it in their shoulder um, what happens is it reduces the inflammation in their shoulder and like temporarily gets rid of that pain by, like partially by increasing adrenaline but in the end it's like that joint can't heal and you've been just like exacerbating it even more but anyway that is like completely off topic here. I apologize. A little non sequitur. Another name um, is hydrocortisone, which you might recognize if you've ever had poison ivy because it's like the active ingredient in all the topical treatments. So it's like you can go to the go to CVS or whatever drugstore and grab hydrocortisone cream and that's like the anti-itch cream. And again that works by suppressing your immune system which would trigger that itching. So there's something aggravating your skin, it triggers an itch, it sends your, or it triggers your immune cells to go and like kind of fight it and cause this inflammation. And then 
the itching, so the cortisone cream makes the inflammation and swelling go down, and the itching stop by suppressing the immune response. So it's pretty interesting. Um, cortisone in, or corti cortisol is made by the adrenal glands, which sit right on top of your kidneys. That's just like a fun fact. And what does it do? It's kind of the more important thing here. So I like to call cortisol the fight or flight hormone because when you're taking doses of it, you feel like you're basically constantly in a state of fight or flight. Um, I had an allergic reaction earlier this year and the doctor just gave me like this super intense dose of um, corti uh, cortisol. Well, it was um, like a specific, it was prednisone which is basically cortisol. That's what it breaks down into. Um, but they gave me like the highest dose for my like weight class as possible. And it was miserable. Like my, I had a heart palpitations. I like gained weight from like three weeks of it, like heart palpitations. I gained weight. I couldn't sleep at night anymore. I was constantly on high alert. Like I just felt like I was always paranoid and scared that something was coming to get me. So I just stopped it and said, I'll deal with the symptoms because it was so much easier and so much less terrible to have like this awful rash and like my face swelling than it was to have this, like my heart racing constantly and just feel like I'm being chased all the time. But anyway, um, cortisol is like, it is the stress hormone and it cues the body essentially to go into survival mode. So to help you, to help you live that like tiger attack, live through that tiger attack or whatever it is, whatever it is that you need to get through in that like short term, this is what cortisol is here to help you with. So its primary functions are raising your blood sugar for quick energy, raising your blood pressure. And I imagine that that is to get more like oxygen circulating through your system and it modulates your immune system. So it like turns, it like cranks the knob down on your immune system like we talked about before with the rashes and um, the swelling. And it's so that your body can focus on immediate danger and it kind of like shuttles all of the available energy into you being able to survive. And like you don't need to fight that cold right now, you need to run up that tree. That's I think like the, the idea, or climb that tree, you probably don't run up a tree. Anyway, it's awesome for those short bursts, but when it becomes sustained, it's less great. And in our modern world, we tend to be bombarded with so many things that artificially stress us out, like things that don't at all matter, like responding to those emails at work or your boss constantly breathing down on your neck because, like, for some reason, micromanagement seems to be the way to do things these days. Or, like, pretty much, like, the small day-to-day -day things, like being stuck in traffic and we're in this constant state of elevated stress. And that can carry you over to your gaming, too. I mean... You get home and instead of being able to relax, like you go into this high stress environment of PVP or you're in a raid and your raid leader is just being an absolute jerk for the entire like, like hours and hours. And it's just, it's not fun. And furthermore, it can be damaging to your body. So over time, high cortisol is linked to high blood pressure, diabetes, and this is sustained high, I should clarify this is sustained high cortisol so this isn't just like oh once a week you have like five minutes where your cortisol levels are super super high this is situations where like your cortisol is raised for over an hour at a time on a regular basis so like being at work or being stuck in lots of traffic every day or being in a really negative raid every day or something like that so it's high blood pressure 
diabetes and prediabetes actually, which is interesting, increased belly fat. And this is probably because there's actually four times as many cortisol receptors in the belly as compared to other parts of the body. So you, if you have um, a lot of abdominal fat deposits in your stomach as opposed to in the rest of your body or relative to the rest of your body, it's possible and pretty likely actually that that's high cortisol causing that. And then brain changes, such as atrophy of the hippocampus, which is in charge of synthesizing memory. So, like, your memory can kind of get screwed up by long-term um, high cortisol levels. And then there are these other things like depression and insomnia and poor wound healing that you might not even have remotely related to stress. Well, maybe it's depression and insomnia. But, that like, that's a direct effect. It's fascinating. And the poor wound healing is, again, the... Um, suppressed immune system. Insomnia is a result of your adrenals just like pumping adrenaline into your system and your blood pressure being elevated. Like that's not an ideal sleeping situation. Uh, and depression is just that when your cortisol is high, it puts your other hormones, it dysregulates your other hormones essentially. So you're unable to like properly modulate your own moods. And then finally, and this is tying back in to the whole cortisol is making you fat idea. <laughs> Cravings for sugary and salty foods is another symptom of long-term exposure to cortisol. So basically, you get yourself in this position where your cortisol is so jacked up that it's just sh funneling sugar into your bloodstream that isn't being used because you're sitting at your desk and not running from an actual tiger. And vigorously hitting the two key isn't quite the same as sprinting at full throttle. So your body's not actually using any of this sugar that's in your bloodstream. So of course it gets shuttled right back in to your muscles by insulin, which is released afterwards, which puts like a whole strain on your pancreas and starts that entire blood sugar cycle that we, we talked about when we were talking about low carb diets and how when you eat a high carb diet, your blood sugar is always up and down and up and down. And that's cortisol does that to you too. Um, in addition to that, that like craving that you'll get for all the sugary food and the salty food, because that's what your body wants when it's under this stress. It wants like a cheap source of carbohydrates to be able to run from that bear or that lion or forest fire, whatever. And it wants the salt to help nourish your adrenal glands, which are being taxed by creating all of this cortisol and all of this adrenaline. It's wild. So you end up in this situation where between the increased um, receptors in your belly and the increased blood sugar and that crazy roller coaster of insulin and cortisol and the increase in just kind of junk foods while you're not really increasing your activity that leads to a lot of belly fat building up. So like I mentioned before, if you notice that your stomach is disproportionately squishy compared to the rest of your body, it could very well be cortisol. And it could very well be your like nightly rage out that's causing it. Or not, doesn't even have to be a rage, honestly. It can just be if you're in a miserable raid and you're constantly under attack or feeling like, oh, I don't want to screw up and I hope he doesn't yell at me again. Like, that can do it too. You're just under this stress all the time. So now that we've kind of scared everyone a little bit about how terrible cortisol is, I want to at least cover a few quick ways to kind of mitigate these effects and 
to this week we're going to talk about really, really basic ones. But next week I want to go way further into depth with this. So in the short term, what you can do to help this is, and you might think I'm crazy here, but just enjoy things and have fun. Now, I know that that sounds crazy, but I'm going to throw it out there. Games are meant to be played for fun. They're not supposed to be stressful. It's not supposed to be this, like, pressure that you experience every day. It's an escape. It's something to help you forget the pressure of your job. And granted, yes, there are different circumstances. Like, if you're a professional gamer, that is your job. But most of us aren't professional gamers. Most of us are doing this for fun. So if you find yourself getting stressed, and you might not always be able to do this, but if you're playing by yourself and you're, like, hitting that wall, just walk away. It's really simple. You don't even have to walk away for that long. Just five to ten minutes and you might feel entirely better, have a totally new perspective, be able to figure it out. So we talked about how cortisol kind of, in the short term, like that quick burst helps you think clearer. But like, let's say you've been trying to figure out this one level for a while. Like I'm, I'm playing Ori in the Blind Forest right now, and it's beautiful, and it's inspiring, and the music is just like heart-wrenching, and I love it. But it's also kind of hard. And there's this one level right now where I swear I have explored every possible way to progress to this one little ledge that I can see. It's like the top of the screen. Um, But I can't get to. And I know, I know I have explored every single possible way. And it's starting to get really frustrating. So like the other night I'm sitting there just like, it's probably 15 minutes. And I know that's kind of embarrassing that I spent so long like freaking out about this one thing. But I'm just like, I don't know how to get to this place. And it's driving me crazy. But after maybe like a minute of that, I realized how ridiculous I was being. Because I'm so stressed about this game that's supposed to be fun. So I just walked away from it. I put the controller down. I went and made some tea, went upstairs, took a few deep breaths, did some reading, went on Twitter for a while, and then I came back after like five or ten minutes and had a totally new perspective on things. I'd calmed down, I wasn't so upset, and I actually ended up figuring out how to get all the way to the top just by like coming back with a fresh look and not being so stressed. And This can happen in a lot of situations, like maybe you have been doing arenas all night and it's just like finally getting to you. Just bow out, five, ten minute break, just walk away, maybe tell people, (laughs) don't just walk away, but just take a five or ten minute break and kind of do something else. Just get something to drink, go take a walk outside for a few minutes and calm down Deep breathing is always good for that, like that kind of breathing that's like at the bottom of your gut. It really helps to lower your blood pressure and your heart rate, get everything kind of going smoothly. So then you can come back and actually enjoy it. And granted, you won't always be able to do that, but it's certainly something to consider. And then honestly, another thing, and this again is different for everyone, but just find a group of people who are at your same level of playing. Like, just because all of your friends are in a really competitive guild that, like, gets together every night and does all of this crazy raiding or, like, you have this, like, basically endless dungeon runs. And, like, back in the day, I was in a guild that did a lot of dungeon runs, but we were super casual about it. Like, 
It was mostly to have fun. No one ever got mad at each other. Okay, that's a lie. We did definitely get mad at each other when there was, um, uh, like, a wipe. Actually, we would, a lot of the times we'd play in the same room, so there'd be, like, these really awkward, like, whispered conversations, like, oh, why can't they get their crap together? Like, can someone just link them an article on how to play their class? Like, which is so awkward. They're, like, three feet from that person. But um, for the most part, aside from those little little hiccups. We just had a fun guild where we did dungeon runs and casual raiding, like when Kara was introduced as um, a 10-man, we were super psyched because we we could do that. And it was fun. It wasn't like a serious thing. And if that's what you want, go for it. Like, don't risk being miserable every night just because your group of friends is intensely into raiding in that serious guild that like gets really upset about stuff it's just not worth it or like if you're in a crappy lfr seriously just like quit it doesn't matter it's lfr they'll find another person in a second you'll find another group so that's really basically my my advice for that for now and next week we're going to talk about some like lifestyle and dietary changes that you can use to mitigate these effects of high cortisol. So like when you find yourself in that position where you know that it's going to be stressful for a while, like at least you'll have these tools in your back pocket. Um, I think that's going to pretty much cover it for today. Just as a recap, your nerd rage is making you fat because of cortisol, which is a hormone that more or less increases storage of belly fat as well as increases your hunger and throws off your insulin levels and your blood sugar regulation. So in order to kind of mitigate that, just like in the immediate, what you can do is just simply like back out of the situation, do some deep breathing, really just take a moment for yourself and try to calm down. And that can help to mitigate this overwhelming sense of like panic that you might feel and also, like, stop you from doing what I call panic eating, Just when you're so nervous, you just sit there and, like, eat. And I have been known to do that with, like, potato chips. It's really cool. Probably pretty attractive. But, like I said, gaming is supposed to be fun. So if it's not fun for you, just find something to make it fun again. Or, like, leave that negative situation and maybe come back when you're in a better place and you can see everything for like the, I guess the game it is and not really worry about it too much. So I guess again, stay ahead, um, stay tuned for next time where we'll be talking about just some quick dietary or quick and basic dietary things you can do to protect yourself from inc increased levels of cortisol and also just some like lifestyle in general things that you can do outside of playing to keep yourself healthy so that if you do have these high levels of cortisol and if you do have a, a highly stressful situation that you know you can't get out of, you still will be okay. And of course, you'll be okay because it's just a game. Um, thanks so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful for you or at least I like, cleared some stuff up. Um, there will be show notes at healthygamergirl.com slash show notes. And if you have any questions or comments, you can either leave them in the show notes or contact me. Um, my website is healthygamergirl.com. All of my social channels and my email are listed on the website. I'm very easy to reach, so please feel free to reach out. 
And if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review either on iTunes or Stitcher or on your own blog, maybe on your fridge. I don't know, wherever you want. It's up to you. So thanks so much, and I will see you soon.